Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. All right. The Bible says there's a time to celebrate and a time to dance. And this is a time to celebrate and dance this week. The elections are over. We got results tonight. We're going to talk about the elections, what all happened in Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You are listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party on webtalkradio.net. Webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Ed Holliday. And we have got some good things to talk about tonight. This week's show will involve the election results, what we've been talking about for weeks, and we'll also go to Chad Groening, the great conservative reporter, is going to check in with us. We're going to go over these election results, and we're going to have a good time. It's time to celebrate. It's time to dance. Are you dancing where you are? I've took a couple of dances around the room and do some celebration. We've seen some good victories. I attended a victory celebration, one of our uh, my uh, local congressman and congressman elect in the district put out one of the uh, so so called blue dog Democrats. The blue dog Democrats uh, are not as many as they were, and believe it, their numbers have been cut in half. So pretty much, if you want to be a conservative, you've got to be a Republican or you got to be a Tea Party member. I believe uh, it's it's getting where we are seeing less and less of the liberals and the moderates. And that's a good news. Good news. So glad to have you on listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And we are excited. We are excited because who would have ever believed more than 60 seats turned over in the House? Haven't seen that in uh, 70 years. My, my, my. People have not witnessed this in their lifetimes. Many people, including me, have not witnessed such an election, a midterm election where we have 60 uh, more than 60 seats turning over from the Democrats to Republicans, and that is astronomical in modern politics. And it's because of you. Thank you. Thank you for the Tea Party giving a message to the Democratic leadership that we're in a wrong direction. We were on the wrong in the wrong direction. We've turned course, and hopefully President Obama is going to listen. Uh, President Clinton did in 1994, and we got some good things done. Got the economy back on track. So I hope President Obama listens. And if he doesn't, then we just have to roll up our shirt sleeves and start working hard to 2012. A lot of people said, hey, Ed, what about, uh, what about the Senate? You get, didn't get all the Senate seats. We did great in the Senate. The conservatives got more seats in the Senate. I talked to my congressman, uh, my senator, Roger Wicker from Mississippi. U.S. Senator Roger Wicker was... Uh, at the uh, celebration for a new congressman-elect in our district. And he, um, he was telling me that, you know, it, it is hard for the Senate to – had to get 10 seats to turn the Senate. And that was a, just almost unbearable burden. And it was uh, a burden that couldn't bear. But in, now looking in hindsight, I wish we'd gotten uh, Harry Reid out. But you got to recognize, Harry Reid is now the, still the face of the Democratic Party. And 
he barely got through Nevada, barely got through his own voters, and he's the face of the Democratic Party in the Senate and, and, and of Capitol Hill now. Robert Schumer was all getting decked out and shaved up and getting his face looking good, ready to take over the leadership, and by golly, it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Sorry, Senator Schumer. You have to take back seat again to Harry Reid. And you know, that's not a bad thing for Tea Party folks. We want to get uh, Harry Reid out. I think Rush always called him Dirty Harry. Well, you know, Dingy Harry. I'm sorry. Dingy Harry is what Rush will call him. But I'm telling you, we have got to just get that much more excited, that much more invigorated. We've got two years to go to try to get the the liberals out of their leadership position in the House, now I mean, in the Senate. Now, that doesn't mean that uh, Harry Reid's going to be up for election. He won't be for six more years. But I'm not worried about Harry Reid now. I believe his numbers have been diminished. The liberals' power in the Senate has been diminished, and the House will take the lead. We'll see the House do some uh, things that, uh, of course, the House couldn't do under Nancy Pelosi because of their ideology. It was way far, far left. The people rejected that. The people's house is back into the hands of the people. And we will hold uh, the new Speaker of the House to be, if all things work out, for uh, 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 Congressman Boehner being a Speaker of the House, new Speaker of the House. We will hold his feet to the fire. That's the great thing about the Tea Party. So many people and new Congressmen and women were pushed into power by the uh, by the Tea Party. So we must hold our feet to the fire. We must say, we put you in, we can take you out. And they need to know that. You go back to what Thomas Jefferson said, a government that fears the people is liberty. And a people who fear the government, that's tyranny. So we do need to know that our congressmen and congresswomen Everyone that's in the U.S. Capitol and including in the White House must fear the voters. If they don't fear the voters, then we have tyranny. So I do want you to know that I am excited that you got out there and you did your job. You did your job all over the country, and we pushed some of the liberals, put a scare in some of them. I wish there's some more we could have got out, but we did a good job, 60-plus. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for getting out there and doing your part. And now we just know, looking at the Senate, looking at 2012, it's not a time to put the Tea Party up. It's not time to put it away. In fact, its roots are growing deeper and stronger. And Doc Holliday's Tea Party is going to be here to keep you up to date on what's going on in the Tea Party. And I'm excited to have you listening this is an exciting time, an exciting week. Yes, we got a lot of work to do. Yes, we could have done better in the Senate. There's a lot of things, but I am ecstatic that you got out there and together we made a difference. The people spoke and now <clears throat> President Obama finally heard us. Now, if he'll do anything with what he heard, I don't know, but the White House heard the people speak and Tonight, we're going to listen to Chad Groening. We're going to get him on the phone here in just a minute. But while we're waiting to put him on the phone, let me remind you that you can go to my website. That's www.teaparty.ms. Got my book on there. And we still are going to have it on the election special just for $10, including shipping. 
if you get it in the next uh, few days. So go to the website. That's www.teaparty.ms. And we're, we'll be glad to get you a book for that amount. And, and what you need to do is just uh, remember this Tea Party movement is going to grow. So get, get my book, read it, <clears throat> pass it around. <clears throat> hey, Christmas is coming up. Get your Christmas gift. If you got some liberal friends, there's not a better book to get them than Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution. So that's what I want to let you know. Go to the website, check it out, pick up the book, get some gifts, give them to some liberal friends, conservative friends, and let's, uh, let's keep spreading the word. The Tea Party movement is growing, we're being heard, and we're going to get uh, Chad Groening on the line. He's going to join us, and we're going to have a good time talking about the elections. And, and we got uh, Chad Groening. You've, uh, he's been on the show before. Welcome to Doc Holliday's Tea Party, Chad. It's great to be with you, Doc Holliday. I'll tell you, it's uh, an exciting election night, Tuesday night. Well, the election brought a smile to my face. How about your face? Well, you know, for the most part, I, I do. I do think it was a little bit disappointing that uh, I, I guess we shouldn't be overly optimistic, or we shouldn't have been overly optimistic about the Senate, you know. But uh, you know, I was hoping that maybe uh, they they might have a have a clean sweep, the Congress, the governor's offices, and uh, and the Senate. But it only worked out two thirds of the way home. Well, you're correct about that, and I, I, one of the things I told the listeners a while ago was that. In, in, in hindsight, uh, it may be a good thing because uh, the Tea Party uh, activists know we're going to have to work that much harder. We can't uh, sit down for the next two years. We're going to have to stay right in the game and start looking at uh, the Democrats. Uh, the liberals are up for election in the Senate in two years. It may give us a good uh, good head start on seeing who, who uh, needs to uh, be defeated in two years. I know one of them is Claire McCaskill of, of Missouri. I haven't looked at the other ones. I, I believe that there's like 24... I, it may be, I may be off a couple of numbers there, but I'm thinking that I've heard 24 of the 33 up next time are Democrats, which is... Uh, I, I, I had heard something like that, so it, it will be a ripe opportunity uh, if we get going right now. So I, I tell everybody to check out your own states and see, see who's up for election in 2012 in the uh, Senate. But uh, let's go to... Uh, let's uh, talk about some of the uh, big wins. What, uh, what, what was the thing that surprised you the most, Chad? Well, I think that I was I was very uh, much amazed at uh, at some of the congressional races. You know, one of the one of the big issues that I that I deal with, you know, Ed, is is illegal immigration. And uh, one of the interesting races was in the 11th district of Pennsylvania, where Lou Barletta, the mayor of Hazelton, I, I'm sure you're you're well aware. A few years ago, he he got in really kind of in hot water with the illegal alien community. I remember uh, about that, uh, but dude, uh, tell everybody about what happened well, in case some people hadn't heard about it. Mayor Mayor Lou Barletta decided that, you know, his community was, was he was tired of, of illegal aliens infesting the area, and so he, he made a bunch of ordinances. He and the, and the, count, the city council there, they, they made a bunch of ordinances basically, you know, restricting the ability of illegal aliens to rent apartments and so on and so forth and seek employment. Well, of course, the ACLU came in and, and, and sued, and and that case is still tied up, you know, to this day. Well, I was going to ask you if you'd heard. I, I had not heard it being, uh, uh, so it has not ended. The case is still tied up in court. Yeah, but in the meantime, of course, it hasn't, it hasn't helped the community any. But, but uh, he ran uh, for, for Congress twice before. Last time, uh, was, it was kind of a, he was 
not very close last time in the Obama sweep, but the hit, but four years ago he had he had come pretty close to knocking off the incumbent uh, uh, Democrat uh, Kenjorski, and uh, and then two years ago, like I said, it was it wasn't close because of the Obama thing, but now but now he he's finally won it. So he he did win uh, Tuesday night. Yes, he did, and and he's going to be another. Uh, immigration uh, enforcement champion in Washington. That's one of the races I really was in, was in, was impressed with. Uh, uh, you know, Dan Quayle's son uh, won in Arizona, so uh, <laughs> that's uh, another interesting race. Uh, you know, that uh, in, 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 the, in the congressional side. Well, on the congressional side, of course, I said is sixty plus seats. Uh, I, have they got a final number on the, uh, that? I don't know if they got a final number. The only thing I know of that is is that I know that the Democrats are going to have less than two hundred seats, which is I think hasn't happened since I, I you know about the nineteen twenties. I believe is what they what they told what, that, what I remember again. That's sure. right when uh, when the Republicans had control back uh, when Newt Gingrich uh, when they went in in ninety four all the way up to they got knocked out in two thousand six. I don't believe they ever had less than two hundred Democrats. Yeah. Well, and like you and like you uh, said earlier, Doc, you know, uh, I think that it, that it is in a way good that the Senate is going to be Republic, um, excuse me, Democrat, because because like you said, now the Democrats can't just come and say, okay, it, it's the it's the do nothing, uh, you know, no, 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 Republicans, you know, if the if the Republican Congress does what they're supposed to do, uh, as you as you've talked about, I know on your program, it, it's basically we're going to they're going to present. Legislation to repeal Obamacare, to cut off a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the funding for a lot of a lot of these other things, and then send it over to to the Senate and let the Senate say no, 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 and let the people of the United States hear the Senate say no, 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 and hear and Obama try to veto this stuff. Well, you're you're uh, right. I hope that's what's going to happen. That the House will uh, be bold and put out uh, put out the legislation, vote it, and send it to the Senate, and then we'll see if the Senate is the. You know, if the Democrats become the party of no, 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 and because Obama can't do any legislation on his own, anything to do with money has to come through the House of Representatives first. So uh, it, it will be interesting to see that. Uh, one of the races that I was uh, watching was uh, uh, one in Ohio, and I know you're from Ohio. That's your home state. Uh, you, you don't live there now, but that's where uh, you grew up. So t uh, tell us a little bit what happened to the uh, congressional delegation in Ohio. Well, they they gained uh, just as in as in neighboring Pennsylvania, they they gained the net five uh, Congress seats going Republican. One of the one of the seats was uh, uh, was retaken by Steve Shabbat. I believe that's his first first name, Steve Sh Steve Shabbat from the Cincinnati area. He had lost in the Obama, you know, tsunami two years ago to a a real ultra liberal, a guy named Driehaus, and uh, a very pro-abortion kind of a guy uh, who uh, basically was so upset with the uh, Susan B. Anthony list, they were they were targeting him and saying, look, you know, he he voted for the health care bill, which means he supports uh, government funding for abortion because that was in the statute. And the, and the Susan B. Anthony list uh, called him on it and put it, wanted to put up billboards, and he was such a, a scoundrel that he, he basically had, had the courts keep them from being able to... Uh, yeah. Where, where's that freedom of speech? Seems yeah. like he didn't well, read the Constitution. Out, though, the Susan B. Anthony list and the, and the people of, of that district of Ohio had the last laugh because uh, he's uh, no longer in Congress. So <laughs> well, it's but, all a moot point on that one. <laughs> well, that, that, that's good. That's a moot point. And, uh, let me... Uh, Take this time to say uh, you're listening to Ed Holiday. This is Doc Holiday's Tea Party, and we're talking to Chad Groning about the election results uh, this week. And uh, 
Continue on, Chad. Let's, uh, tell, what else did you well, say? Well, one election? of the things that that I think was was interesting. Some of the people that I've talked to, some of the some of the experts, and I was a little bit disappointed because uh, I had thought and that that had come out earlier that that uh, Illinois uh, also elected a Republican governor, but that has, has not happened. Apparently, the Democrats going to hold on to that. But but six of the ten most populous states, the big electoral states, now will have Republican governors and be in a position to. Uh, redistrict in favor of Republicans, and uh, it would have been better if they'd had Illinois too for seven. But uh, uh, but that, but that's going to make it very difficult for Democrats to be able to to regain control because the redistricting will favor Republicans and that's right, uh, uh, allow, allow them to maintain a majority at least until the next census. Hopefully, if 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 things go as as the as the pundits that I've heard. Uh, well, the redistricting is a good point. We just finished up the census, and there will be redistricting. And, and of course, the governor can veto uh, whatever comes out of the state legislature on a lot of these things. So they, the governor will have a big say in it. And and that's a great point. And it was you talk about a, a needed election year that just made it that much more important to gain the house. And uh, yeah, well, and, and and the upper midwest, the, the Midwest, the old Rust Belt, really went went from blue to red. Uh, you know, Ohio's got a Republican governor now. Pennsylvania's got a Republican governor. Indiana already did. Illinois, unfortunately, did not. But uh, with you know, but other states did did as well. Of course, uh, uh, Minnesota, I think, is is gone the other way now with um, with Pawlenty leaving. But but you know, it, it's going to be a, a much better situation for redistricting and uh, and for the elections 2000, uh, 2012 presidential elections it's, I got to ask you doc yeah this is your show who do you like uh, who, who do you see uh, uh, as, as, as as I guess early on a per- person that uh, that you're kind of liking Oh, you talking about for a Republican nomination? Absolutely. That, that uh, everybody said they'd sort of be quiet to after November 2nd. Uh, I think there's a being right here in Mississippi, I see uh, Governor Haley Barber playing everything like a chessboard, and he is one of the consummate politicians of our time, of our generation, and, and uh, he is really playing that chessboard and keeping the cards close to his chest, but I would not uh, be surprised if he comes out. Uh, uh, several of them have mentioned, of course, Mitt Romney, I believe, name recognition and uh, his uh, ability to get a good uh, team together in, in 2008 will give him right now probably front runner status. But you got Newt Gingrich, of course, looking seriously at it. Uh, of course, Sarah Palin. Uh, there's nobody more popular than Sarah Palin now. Uh, that, uh, you know, her experience level as governor of uh, Alaska a couple of years and then running VP is up there. But, I, you know, that, that still could come back and haunt her own experience. I think she's got the best job in the world now going around and raising money and helping out different candidates. I mean, she was super going around the country, and, and, and she drew more bigger crowds than anybody else. But, I, of course, you mentioned Minnesota's governor, uh, uh, Tim Pallante. Uh, uh, you know, he, he will be going out of office, and it seems like he's gearing up for uh, uh, you know, a good exploratory team. Yeah, he, he's, he's definitely running. I, I just I saw an interview with him the other night. I mean, he hasn't officially said it, but I, I know he's running. He, you know, and uh, what, what about the, 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 the idea that, it, that it, may, it may be somebody that's new and fresh and none of the old guard, like you mentioned, you know, um, Mitt Romney and Newt Gingrich and, and even, you know, people like Mike Huckabee. But, but I've, I've heard a lot of people saying, a lot of experts saying that, that it, it, may, it may be better for it to be not one of the old guards, especially in Romney, because Romney was one of this, you know, the the, the, the old Republican uh, tendency to uh, 
uh, nominate the guy who finished second in the last election, yeah, you know, and, last week's stakes, and, and, and I think there's some le- legitimacy to to uh, going against that uh, that tendency again. Well, my part as far as a, a Doc Holliday's Tea Party here, talking about the Tea Party people, I, I believe a fresh face would be exciting as far as somebody fresh in the presidential run uh, that got experience, and I, I think uh, one of the dark horses is probably Mike Pence if he decides to get in it. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he he is uh, very in tune with the Tea Party, very in tune with the conservatives, and uh, I think he would have uh, some appeal, a lot of appeal. So we'll see a lot of jockeying coming into play, and, and we'll just have to see who sets up exploratory committees. But I, uh, you you may be right. I think the, knowing that whoever uh, wins the Republican nomination has to go against the young uh, Obama. He's, of course, he's getting more and more gray hair and uh, hopefully he'll get more gray hair here if uh, having to deal with the Republicans. But uh, I truly, for our country, I hope President Obama will, will uh, come to the right, uh, more like Bill Clinton did, and work together. And not knowing it, I mean, I'm not going to like his ideology at all, but if he'll swing to the right, I hope we can do some things. But I, my gut feeling says he's not going to. He's, gonna, he, he, he's a constant campaigner, and I think he's going to keep campaigning and we'll just see. We'll see what the uh, what the house right. sends to it. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. Thing, and I had a pundit tell me in an interview that I did just uh, just the other day, Ed. And and you know, historically, Obama's got got history on his side, except for Jimmy Carter, uh, which is a rarity. Most uh, most uh, most of the time, the time uh, these guys get reelected, and uh, uh, you know, uh, so you know, I, it's I you, you can't count the guy out. His his when when his troops get 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 uh, ready again when he's on the actually on the ballot, you know then that then that's going to be interesting to see how the Tea Party versus the Obama 2008 uh, foot soldiers do. That's that's going to be it's going to be a slugfest, and it, it's it's not going to be uh, you know he may be the worst president of of all time as some people say, but. Uh, he, he's, he, he's still going to be... Uh, he got everybody out in 2008. With, I'll, tell you. I'll tell you, this is my, my opinion on that. I think the key to the whole part of 2012 is the Tea Party movement. If the Tea Party movement can gain the strength of the young people, the youth vote that Obama took overwhelmingly in 2008. And, I, and that's what, uh, on our show and others, we've had, uh, 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 you, you know, youth... Uh, uh, conservative youth uh, of America come on, uh, and we've also talked to uh, different people talking about the youth movement. And if that will join together with the Tea Party movement, I, re- I mean, I, that take all the wind underneath the sails of President Obama because when the youth look at the situation we have here in America and, and the overwhelming debt, their future is bleaker than anybody's because they're going to live in this country. And they realize that. I believe more and more will be a part of the Tea Party movement and we can uh, help move this country forward in a in a more conservative way. But that, to me, that's the key to win the hearts and souls of the uh, of the uh, young people in the next couple of years. Well, you know, Ed, uh, Ed uh, I, I just wanted to add one, one thing, too. The, the, the caveat to that is, this time, next time, he's going to have a record, his, his record to run on. And if his record's what it is now in two years, uh, you know, his foot soldiers can get out there all they want to. Uh, you know, so that's the difference between two years from now and two years ago. Right. Two years ago, they said, you know, he's a blank slate, and everybody just wrote in there what they wanted to. And now you're, you're right. He's going to have a record, and there's going to be, uh, instead of everybody writing what they want, he'll have written and in the first two years, uh, the American people just said we didn't like what we saw. 
Yeah, well, it, it's really going to be an interesting, and, and it's going to start in January. And, uh, you know, another guy that I think, that, another name that, that, that uh, was mentioned is Bobby Jindal, the, the, the governor of uh, Louisiana, right. a young guy. Uh, and, of course, Mark, Marco Rubio, who just got elected to the Senate. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he might be further down the road here a little ways. You know, uh, when, when you and I are, are quite a bit older there, Ed. You know? Well, because, uh, you know, I heard uh, somebody said, well, Marco Rubio was the, was the Republicans. Uh, Obama I, again I don't think two years into the Senate and that uh, you know I think he would need a little more experience under him but, yeah. but but I still think he will have a role in leadership in, in the Republican Party and uh, he's a, a oh he's a star he, he he is definitely gonna gonna be a star in, in, in waiting and everything and uh, you know and being Hispanic and been having those matinee idol you know, looks and everything, and ju- just he—he's the—he's the complete package. What are you talking about, uh, Hispanic? And um, of course, that's a, re- a Republican minority again. We're seeing more and more. I saw uh, Haley elected governor in uh, South Carolina, uh, uh, Indian American. Of course, you mentioned Bobby Jindal, and and uh, we had something new we haven't had since J.C. Watts uh, left. Yeah, two the of Congress. them, two new congressmen who were who were. Who are, who are black, black conservative Republican congressmen. Yeah, but you had Tim Scott in South Carolina, Alan West in Florida, and uh, they, they were members of the, uh, the uh, what we mentioned here before, the Frederick Douglass Foundation. And, and it's exciting to see new black leadership that's not afraid to stand up and be conservative and, and, and teach the Republican principles of smaller government. Yeah. And I and let's let's just see how how much uh, how, how how much much more the door cracks open next time if if, if more more conservative uh, uh, you know blacks decide to to join those those well they are you know and that's what I've and on the show we've talked about the Frederick Douglass Foundation of course there are fifteen African Americans running and and won the Republican nomination. And ran, and there's still it's, it's they have to run. It's a steep hill to climb, uh, and especially in uh, heavily minority districts, they're used to vote 90 percent Democrat. I know, right here in Mississippi, we had interviewed Bill Marcy, and he, he uh, uh, there was a lot of people in the Tea Party helped him out in his congressional race against a long-term 17-year incumbent uh, liberal uh, Democrat that uh, uh, that's African American also, and they and uh, we thought he would. Uh, be able to uh, cut in that lead, may have a chance to win, but uh, he he, uh, he he lost 60 to 40 like uh, the last few elections. So that surprised us. I was hoping he'd do better. But, you know, you got to get in there and start. And uh, Bill Marcy is a great candidate. And there were others that ran the, as uh, conservative black Republicans. And I believe that's uh, it's a trend that's going to grow, and it's got a group that will help, uh, help them grow. In Mississippi, here where I live, we had uh, – uh, we have four congressional seats in the state of Mississippi. Seventy-five percent, or three out of four, were Democrat before Tuesday. That means seventy-five percent of them had voted uh, uh, voted for Nancy Pelosi to be Speaker of the House, and, I, and the people of Mississippi rejected that. So now we have uh, three Republicans and one Democrat. Uh, that's what uh, happened uh, t- uh, Tuesday night. We threw out two. Uh, Blue Dog Democrats and said it's time to be a real conservative. I believe that's what, that was the message. Yeah, I think the Blue Dog Democrat co- uh, coalition is going to be a whole lot smaller if if it even exists at all. Come uh, come the one hundred and twelfth Congress. Yeah, but it uh, 
it, it's something that the, the blue dogs will have to regroup, and uh, I don't think they had many teeth to begin with because they, they sure couldn't stop Nancy Pelosi. But we'll, we'll see what, uh, what happens in the future here. But I, I do believe that uh, the message got out from the Tea Party people that the Democratic Party of, of your dad and your granddad is no longer the same Democratic Party. What we used to have was a, a lot of Southern Democrats that were conservative. It wasn't just Southern, but we had several uh, conservative Democrats uh, back in the 80s and 90s, and then Republicans took over, and uh, when they were control of the House and Senate, uh, the the conservative Democrats just about evaporated, and and, they, and the ones that remained when Nancy Pelosi came in power, none of them got appointed to uh, chairman, you know, chairman of any major committee, and so therefore the liberal agenda just was just unstoppable, and so I think the Blue Dogs that's why they got voted out. Yeah, well, you know, the, 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 it wasn't just in, you know it wasn't just. Uh, you know, and some of those some of those blue dogs really were kind of questionable. I mean, one 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 guy that I believe was was a member of the Blue Dog Coast and also went down was was Pennsylvania's Patrick Murph, Murphy, uh, who by the way was the guy who, who uh, in two thousand nine introduced legislation to repeal the nineteen ninety three law which base which forbids homosexuals from serving in the military and an absolute essential and necessary law. And Patrick Murphy was uh, trying to. Uh, Put, put, put legislation forth to uh, repeal it so that homosexuals can serve, and guess what? He also lost, and he got beat. Uh, he got he got beat, and and that, that so so and and that's the good thing too because it isn't just the the fiscal conservatives, social con- social conservatives uh, are winning, and 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 I think the social conservative uh, agenda is is going to be much 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 better with this new Congress, Ed. Well, that's what, uh, even though it wasn't mentioned, they said, hey, this they didn't have the big issues that the social conservatives wanted to talk about during the election, but getting the fiscal conservatives in is already helping out the social conservatives. And there was a part, you know what happened in Iowa. Uh, tell, tell our listeners what happened in uh, about the well, judges in Iowa. Well, three down and, and unfortunately four to go because there's still four rogue uh, Supreme Court justices in Iowa who have not been before the voters yet, but, but three were were kicked out by the voters of Iowa, who who do not want homosexual marriage shoved down their throats, and the, the people of Iowa said, "No, we don't want this." And they said, and they gave them the the basic no, no vote, no no confidence vote. They have to be retained, and they did not get fifty percent. And these three are gone now. I believe, including the chief justice of, of the Iowa Supreme Court. I'm not one hundred percent sure. I'm, I'm thinking that I, I'm almost certain, though, that, that one of the three that was. Uh, not retained by the people of Iowa was the chief justice of the Iowa Supreme Court, who was one of them who basically said, "We don't care what you, what you people of Iowa think. We we want to give homosexuals the right to marry, and so on and so forth." And the people said, uh, "Well, no, we don't think so." They bypassed the people and went yes. ahead and and they legislated. The judges did the legislated, and they weren't legislatures. And the people noticed it and said, "No more," and they put them out. And I, and I think that's going to be a trend. And I think that that, that Congress is. Is going to have to have to deal with with other judges who who cannot be removed that way. That there needs to be uh, some judicial restraints put on. There's just way too, way too many rogue judges, as you well know, Ed, in California with the don't ask, don't tell, and with the defense of marriage, the Proposition Eight, in Arizona with the immigration laws. Just way way too many judges, uh, liberal judges who are who are usurping the will of the people, and uh, that's got to be stopped. That Congress right. has the power to do that. Well, we'll see if uh, the the at least the House side will start 
mentioning something to that effect because it's uh, like you said that these judges are supposed to be judges ju- judging the law not making law and so many have we are coming to the end of the show here chad uh we uh, there's so many races we could talk about all over the country uh anything else in particular you want to bring out i know in alaska we're still waiting to see if uh, joe miller's gonna be able to pull that out or not yeah well i i'm just i am as you mentioned i I'm, i grew up in ohio and and I, and I, I, I really still have a lot of affinity with Ohio, and I'm just so glad to see uh, John Kasich is, is going to be the, be the new governor there, and and uh, just uh, you know, uh, and and they're they're going to have have a much more conservative senator in Rob Portman re- replacing the more moderate, uh, you know, George Voinovich, and right. five five new new red congressmen and and five unemployed blue congressmen. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I mean, five more people looking for jobs in Ohio. But and that's remember, a good and thing. remember, Ed, Ohio is the <laughs> Key, always the key in presidential politics. It is the it is the bellwether state. It is the most representative state of the country as a whole. And 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 that's why it's such a fight. And that's why you know the Democrats spent millions of dollars trying to get uh, their uh, Democratic governor Strickland reelected, and they did not do it. Yeah, it, he, they failed, and that was a big one. And and so uh, so anyway, it's going to be exciting uh, to to watch the the chap the next chapter, which is the big one in two years. All right, Chad, it's great to have you on Doc Holliday's Tea Party, and uh, you have a good evening, and uh, keep your ear open out there, and we'll keep listening to your reports. Glad to be on your show. Thank you. And now I want to thank you for listening. You, all across the country, you have been listening, and this is going to be a short, sweet, quick Rock of Liberty speech because you did it. You and me and Tea Party people across the nation got together and we rallied and we rallied and we got together. We carried signs. We went places. We said, we're going to hold your feet to the fire. And if you pass this health care legislation, we will remember in November. We did remember in November. And I'm glad you remembered. And we have not finished. You got to remember that we have begun. Like John Paul Jones said, we have not yet begun to fight. They have just seen the first of it. We made one giant step forward. We got a lot of steps to go, but we know we can work together and get it done. We know that we can keep the establishment of the Republican Party and the Democratic Party listening to the people. We, the people, made a difference, and I've talked a lot tonight about chad with the uh, about the republican party winning the reason we're talking about republicans is because they are more conservative and see the constitutional principles on which the tea party wants america to stand all the politicians should stand and it's our goal as the tea party movement is to make each party more uh closer to what constitutional government should be going by the United States Constitution, just like Chad talked about, the liberal judges who are legislating. It's not what the founders intended. The legislature, the Congress is to make the laws, and the judicial branch should interpret the law. And that's what we got to get back is the Constitution, the way it was founded, and we will become a better, vibrant, more economically uh, supporting country. God has blessed us greatly, but we have gotten away from what the constitutional principles are, and we've got to get back to them. We've got to get back to some 
fiscal responsibility, and we got the first step. So thank you for everything you've done. We are Doc Holliday's Tea Party, and I'm Ed Holliday, the host. I'm glad you're listening. Come back next week when we will be talking about what uh, what the Tea Party movement is doing beyond the elections, what's happened after the elections. That's what we'll talk about next week, so make sure you listen to that. The nuggets I want you to take home tonight from listening to the show is, number one, we can work together and we can make a difference when it comes to elections. The second nugget is we've stepped forward. we got a good step forward, but we got to keep moving forward. We will not stop. We got a lot more to do. Look at all the blue states and the liberals who think they say, "Thank goodness we didn't lose uh, Reed in Nevada. Thank goodness we didn't uh, lose Delaware." But you know what? We got a lot of targets to start shooting for as far as political uh, liberals who need to be removed from their position. And now's the time to start working at it and keep moving this country forward for the American people everywhere god bless you thank you for listening to doc holiday's tea party uh tell your friends to click on and listen and let's keep this thing growing god bless you see you next week thanks for joining us today and remember to listen again next week for another edition of doc holiday's tea party you can order ed's book walk with me a patriot's guide from the boston tea party to today's tea party revolution by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen thanks for listening and we'll see you next week Thank you.